Okay, it's rap pack to my pulse flat. We keep it real, no false rap. I got four cars and they all black. Got four bras and they all that. We call that ballin'. Doing this is my calling. Flow is so appalling. My phone off and she calling. I'm like, yeah. Hello, ladies and gentlemen, and welcome into the Charm City Sports Podcast. I am your host, Jay Hollihan, and we are back tonight on Wednesday discussing the Baltimore Orioles taking two out of three from the Chicago White Sox. The first series without all-star closer Felix Bautista went pretty well, but it was pretty much due in part to the fact that the O's offense and starting pitching really held up and they didn't need to go to Yanir Cano or elsewhere to get a save. Um, Starting off in game one, really good night for Grayson Rodriguez. Six strong innings, only gave up one hit, 96 pitches, six strikeouts. He really looked good. Um, And the offense was right, you know, right there. Ryan O'Hearn got the party started. Ryan McKenna um, ends up scoring on a wild pitch, and then they just keep adding on. And then Anthony Santander continued to swing a hot bat, finding himself really in a hot streak. Um, Santander, as we know, is a streaky hitter. He's not someone that's just going to go out there and, you know, really um, give you consistent you know, production. He's someone that kind of trends to go up and down and up and down. But I'll tell you what, that was a a very strong outing by him um, in game one and and throughout, you know, this series as a whole. Game two, it was the Orioles again besting the White Sox 9-3. This time Dean Kramer was the one on the mound doing a solid job Six innings pitched, gave up six hits, one earned run, had five Ks. Um, You know, the O's bats yet again came to life. And Anthony Santander, a three RBI night um, for him. And just huge to see Ryan McKenna with a double. Um, he kind of got going a little bit here this series. Um, so a very solid, solid game two for the O's. And then game three today was a letdown. Yeah, Kyle Gibson, um, just one of those outings where he didn't have it. There's no real happy medium for Kyle Gibson, I think, as those fans are kind of realizing. It's either he's really on or he's really not. And then Austin Voth. Couldn't, you know, hold things down for the offense to try and stage a comeback. But, yeah, I mean, you know, they had a 4 nothing lead. Um, and it's a shame that they lose this game because, you know, the if the Rays um, win tonight, it'll they'll be just a game and a half out of first on the Orioles. But, you know... Unfortunate that you lose today's game. You get the off day tomorrow, and then you travel out west to take on the Arizona Diamondbacks in um, 
for the weekend. And I'm really interested to see how the O's bounce back. This is going to be a game um, on Friday against another team that's duking it out for, you know, for them. It's a wild card spot right now that they're trying to cling on to. Um, and for the Orioles right now, it's just trying to put some more breathing room between them and the Tampa Bay Rays. But, you know, it's a shame that, like I said, Kyle Gibson couldn't get some more confidence today, get the win, and you're feeling pretty darn good about things moving forward. Um, so here's what's coming up against the Diamondbacks. Pitching for the Orioles, as of right now, it's Cole Irvin. Um, 4.78 ERA on the season. I'm, you know, I'm not too thrilled that they're trotting him out there. Uh, you know, I don't, um, I don't like it. I, I think, first of all, Cole Cole Irvin has just not had, um, you know, a great a great go at it. Uh, but Cole Irvin, you know, I'm a little concerned. You know, it's been, it hasn't obviously been his year. And, you know, last time out, he got nicked up a little bit. I mean, you know, they've, they, the offense has been there for him. It's helped him out. But, you know, I just, I'm always concerned with this guy going out. And especially, against a team right now like the Diamondbacks. Most of the teams he's played against, aside from the Mariners, you know, the A's and the Rockies, their season's, you know, over. They're not playing for much. And, you know, going up against the Diamondbacks, who are playing for a lot, he's going to be put put to the test. He faced Zach Davies, 6-9-3 RA, 1-5 win-loss record. Has not been his year, um, to say the least. This is... Not been a solid year for Davies. Um, you know, former, you know, selection of the Baltimore Orioles back in 2011. Um, was involved in the trade for Gerardo Parra. Um, but yeah, it just, it's a, it's a weird, um, you know, weird kind of season, I think, for him. I, you know, not, I don't think he's generally, he's kind of an in-between, you know, bullpen slash starter, I think, and, you know, I think um, it's been up and down all year. I mean, you can look at it. It's just been a weird season, to say the least, um, and just an odd one in a year that I'm sure he you know, wants to, you know, forget and, um, you know, just kind of move off from. I mean, he's had solid years in the past. He's had years where he's, you know, struggled. But, um, you know, this year is definitely one of those that I think it's like, you know, just I can't wait for the for the season to hopefully, you know, I, I don't want to say wait for the season to be over, but hopefully, um, you know, just just get out of this rut let me put it that way and that makes me feel a little bit better that you know the the diamondbacks of someone that's going out there that's struggling too but you just got to hope that the offense can then help out cole irvin and hopefully they do 
Saturday, Kyle Bradish on the mound, 303 RA, 9-6 win-loss record. Um, Kyle Bradish, I mean, what more can you say about him, man? I mean, he's been so huge this year. I mean, so, so huge. Like, when you know, since Tyler Wells has gone down, um, he's been fantastic. He's from Arizona, so hopefully, you know, not that he won't have incentive already, but hopefully that, you know, boosts his incentive up um, even more. And, you know, we get to see a really, really strong Kyle Bradish in his hometown. Um, you know, I, I, I hope that's the case. Uh, I hope it's also the case that um, he he goes out there and he just he just fights and works his tail off because he's going up against an offense that that can strike. Um, he p- pitches against Slade Cichoni. I don't want to screw up his last name. A two five seven ERA. Um, young pitcher, only twenty four. You know, not a not a um not a a vet to say the least you know someone that's you know been around for a long time um Cicchoni is the number 14 ranked prospect out of the Diamondbacks um he's pitched in 5 games thus far with the 2.57 ERA so hopefully the Orioles come out and they can really you know, knock them around a little bit. I mean, I I don't want to really say that, but like you know, hopefully they don't have uh you know give him some confidence moving moving forward. Sunday, it's Jack Flaherty on the mound. He has been I I really don't want to call it a disappointment, right? Like I really hate saying that word right now. But it is beginning to kind of look that way when you see what this guy is doing. I mean, he has not been the most productive um, when he's gone out there. His past couple starts, you know, he just has been... He's been less than advertised. I mean, I just wish that we would see more of what we saw in Game 1. Um out of Jack Flaherty, and you know he is from the West Coast, um, so hopefully, maybe that gives him a boost, and maybe he can really start, um, start getting his his season back underway because the Orioles are really going to need him, you know. With and this makes you wonder, like if he goes out and has another bad start, and he goes up against Cy Young candidate Zach Gallen, you know who who knows there. Um, if this, you may start to see, okay, John Means, um, is beginning to show signs of coming back. Uh, you know, Tyler Wells might come back at that point because it's, you know, you need someone that's, you know, you, you can rely upon to go out there and start and be that anchor for you because Kyle Gibson's not cutting it. Grayson Rodriguez is too young and Jack Flaherty's not showing any signs that he's cutting it. Um, you know, Kyle Bradish has been that guy, so give Kyle Bradish credit. But you need more than just one starting pitcher. You know, so hopefully 
they get something going, the starting pitching comes around, and we don't have to see them make too quick of a move to get guys brought up just because other starting pitchers aren't performing to the level that they should be. So that's pretty much going to do it for me. Um, Thanks, everyone, for tuning in. A short episode here today on the Charm City Sports Podcast. Um, Thanks, everyone, for tuning in. As always, and I will talk to everyone Sunday night as we gear up for next week's contest against the Los Angeles Angels in Anaheim three-game series. Um, So we'll recap the Diamondback series, and then we'll talk about the Angels. Thanks, everyone, for tuning in, and I'll talk to you next time.